Here's what's coming up on today's show. So a lot of these people, 50s, 60s, 70s, well-accomplished, have done a lot, never had to deal with an attorney. And what do you know about attorneys? Well, what, what you see on TV. So that can be intimidating. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Welcome into Complete Estate Planning. I'm Ben George along with Nick Rosenbauer. He is an estate planning attorney and he's also the owner of Rosenbauer Law Office there in Ohio. And Nick, you know, we... we, uh, we're at that time of the year where the memorial rolls around right there, not really in your backyard necessarily, but close enough to where you make the trip up. And you went again this year, huh? Yeah, uh, exactly. So for those uh, uh, who are not sure, the memorials, the the PGA event uh, that's in uh, northern Columbus, they have it every year, obviously, uh, Memorial Day week. I wonder if that's why it's called that. Very creative, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so. Uh, so we always we always try to go up, uh, and we went up this. Uh, it was this past weekend, uh, so we we got to go up, um, and you know we did better than than last year. So last year, my wife and I it was it was like amateur hour because we had a few groups of people that we really you know were excited to see, and mm-hmm. you know you see them and you just and they were kind of back to back to back. So what we did is we'd follow them for a hole and then we'd like sprint back because the next group that we also wanted to see was teeing off, you know, and we'd follow them all the way back through the hole. And then we'd sprint back because the third group um, that we wanted to see in a row. And I think last year, I forgot the number, but I think my wife's Fitbit said we had like 24,000 steps. Oh, yeah. uh, Or something like that, like, you know over 10 miles of walking. And I just remember, I mean, not being able to move, like, (laughs) you know, when you're so sore that it throbs, you know, normally like when you stub a toe or something like that, that was from my rib cage all the way down to my feet (laughs) was was throbbing. So, so this year it was hotter than heck, but we had a few groups that we followed and then we found a good place in the shade because those who know me know I, uh, I'm a lot of things, but tan uh, is certainly not <laughs> one of them. Um, and we we found a good place on hole number nine, uh, which uh, had a lot of uh, had a lot of excitement uh, this year. And we could watch uh, we could watch it, and we kind of went back and forth. So mm-hmm. um, all in all, we we had a good time. And I will say that um, you know I think we only had like thirteen thousand steps. So we. Uh, I am sore right now, but way better in way better shape than I was uh, than I was last year. Um, but nice. no, it's a it's a lot of fun uh, for those of you who have never uh, been to uh, a golf. And obviously, if you like golf, but yeah, you know, I was t- I was talking to my wife, and you know, I think it's different. And and for those of you who don't know, Ben does a lot of uh, you know broadcasting and things like that with mm-hmm. you know with with sports. Okay, so Ben. You know, he just kind of comes down uh, from uh, from the masters, um, you know, and, and does this out of charity, you know, because he's uh, he, he's normally up there doing the big boy events. But, you know, if you go to a basketball game, right, or you go to a football game, 
And if you're near the people, like you're walking on the field or if you ever see like LeBron James, guys like 6'8", 200 and something pounds. Yeah. I mean, they are specimens. They're freaks of nature as far as how big and strong and athletic they are. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I look at him like, oh, wow, that's that's cool. But I never sit there and say, man, I could be him. Yeah. Right? Because I'm not 6'8". Right. I'm not... I, you know, I have, I have a lot more. I probably weigh the same as him, but it's probably a lot less muscle. <laughs> you're not carrying it differently, yeah. So I got the baby weight. But like, uh, and again, nothing against him. They're the best in the world. But, you know, Rory McElroy walked right by me. He is actually only, I think he's uh, same age as me within a couple months of me. And I think I'm an inch taller than him. Like I'm taller than him. I'm bigger than him. You know, and, and, yeah. and, you know, and Justin Thomas, he's not a big guy. Yeah, small uh, guy. Jordan Spieth, they're not a big guy. And you look at it, and obviously I can't, but it's, you know, I never look at them and say, well, I can't relate because they're 6'10 mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not. So it's just, they look like, I know obviously they're in good shape, but they just look like regular guys yep. who happen to hit the ball 350 yards and it's, you know, I think it's a lot more precision than anything else. But if mm-hmm. you ever go to a PGA event and you see the best player in the world walk right by you and you say, it's just another guy, yeah. you know, except for this golf thing. I think that's pretty wild uh, compared to, I'm guessing, a lot of sporting events you go to, right? Yeah. I mean, if you saw him off the off the course, you would not you would never recognize him. You wouldn't. You wouldn't look at them twice. Most of these guys, they like you said, they look like any any ordinary guy in their 20s or 30s for the most part. But yeah, every other sport you, you, is is a, a very vast and, and evident difference uh, when you're looking at it. But the one thing that all these things have in common is when you watch it at that level versus what you see when you go out and play or with your friends or just any <laughs> yeah. any other, any other level, even like co- a collegiate level, it's just night and day to see how how good professional athletes are at what they do. And they they make it look easy. Yep. Um, and it is most certainly not. Uh, I say it's a lot less stressful uh, to watch other people golf than actually play. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You look at them, just could be some regular guy. But, you know, if you go on campus at, at UD, and even if you don't know anything about basketball, um, you know, we got a forward. He's, I think he's 6'10, uh, Deron Holmes. You walk by a guy who's, you know, walk by him, you're like, oh, that's a basketball player, mm-hmm. or, or at least, you know, that's a big time athlete, even if you don't know a thing about him. But yeah, if, if Justin Thomas walked by you, you know, at a restaurant and you didn't know anything about him, you'd have no idea, would you? Mm-hmm. Nope. Not but, uh, but then it cons you into saying, oh yeah, I could be him. Uh, no, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, could be anything it, you want to be, right? Uh, well, you know, positive thoughts are great, but positive thoughts aren't going to get me to dunk a basketball or get on the PGA Tour. <laughs> okay, so I think there's yeah. limits on that. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, we enjoyed it and uh, didn't get sunburned. Very well. How about that? Well done. Yeah, well we were done. there all day, didn't get sunburned. That was the real. Uh, that was the real win. And I can still walk. So all in all, a lot of fun. And for those of you, especially in this area, it's worth uh, the drive, even just out of curiosity. Like there's people who aren't big golfers 
mm-hmm. who love going up there anyway. Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, a whole lot of fun. Well, glad you had a good trip, and hopefully it's a yearly thing for you. I know it's a great tournament and a great event, and uh, a lot of, of the best players in the world are out there. So really cool. And if you haven't checked it out, it's probably worth it if you are a fan of golf. All right, let's talk today, Nick, about uh, our main topic, which is do you really need to like your attorney. Now, you're a very likable guy, so maybe this doesn't apply to you, but for a, a lot of different attorneys, you know, you want somebody that's good and has your back and is, is buttoned up, but do you really need to like them is the question today. So I think it's a really interesting conversation. And what made you pick out this topic? Well, it, it was interesting. I was actually talking to someone last week, and it was an odd, odd phone call. And, you know, they, they didn't know any better, so I'm not trying to, to you know, insult the person, but I had a, an introductory call with someone who was dealing with a different attorney. Uh, I believe it was like a cousin or uh, someone who had passed away, and they weren't dealing with them directly, but some other attorney was dealing with an inheritance that either they were getting or their spouse was getting. It was like seven degrees of separation. And it prompted them to say, well, geez, we need to make sure our estate plan's but- buttoned up. And that's one of the things that does it very often. And they were just going to hire that person because they don't know any attorneys. They don't deal with attorneys, right? But mm-hmm. here's a guy who does it. And they hate him. Hmm. The guy's a total jerk. Now you're sitting there saying that's 99.7% of attorneys, okay, uh, which it, it probably is. Uh, it's it, 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 we get uh, we get our reputations for good reason, I think. And uh, I think uh, <clears throat> it was a financial advisor who said, "No, why don't you why don't you talk to this other person?" And they asked the question, "Why would you hire someone that you don't like?" And I remember I was talking to them. And it almost seemed like they didn't feel like they had a choice. And it was one of those things where it's like they're miserable, but hmm. why would I hire you instead? And it was, it was just a really odd conversation. And I, I think they're just going to end up sticking with him because, you know, I think he's pressuring them. Say, well, when are you going to come in? When are you going to come in? When are you going to come in? Mm-hmm. So I think they're just out of being non-confrontational. I think they're just going to put up with it. But yeah. I remember sitting there thinking – why the heck would you go through all that misery? You know, and, and again, we'll we'll kind of get into it, but this is, you know, I'm not saying we need to be best friends with everyone, but there is a a level of trust and a level of comfort that I think needs to be established if you want to get the best out of it, if you want to get the best out of your attorney. So we we can go through that. I'd say it's not necessarily, but I think it really helps. Um, if you want to get the best out of it. Okay. Well, let's talk then about how that happens. And if you have questions, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com is the website, or you can call Nick at 513-463-6789. And I think the, you know, one of the first things to get into is just that, that first meeting or just going in and meeting with a lawyer is an intimidating process. You don't know what to expect. You don't know if they'll judge you on what you've done, especially when it comes to estate planning, because many of us are putting this off. Well, you're you're exactly right. And first off, most people, despite what you see on the news, don't deal with a lot of attorneys. Normally, you deal yeah. with an attorney if you get in trouble. So a lot of these people, 50s, 60s, 70s, well-accomplished, have done a lot, never had to deal with an attorney. 
And what do you know about attorneys? Well, what, what you see on TV. So that can be intimidating. You know, they'll, they wonder, hey, is this person going to be, you know, the typical snide, snobby, talk down to you type of attorney? What if I don't understand something? Are they going to give me advice? Or are they just going to tell me what to do? I don't even know what I need. I don't know what I don't know. Um, I hear these things all the time, and they say, is it the attorney's job to just do what I tell them, or is it the attorney's job to give me advice on what to do? And I've heard plenty of people say, well, how much will it cost? You hear everyone talks about charging by the hour. You know, they're afraid of sending an email and you sending a bill for $100 for responding to it. So there's a whole lot of people who are surprised that they're being charged for things. Um, and then also, yeah, the the embarrassment. Because um, a lot of people come in and say, hey, how long have you been thinking about this? And they'll say, you know, we've been meaning to get done since our oldest child was born. And she's 33 now. Hmm. Okay. Well, and look, it's it, it, people do put it off. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. So there's a lot of, you know, that can be scary. Uh, for that first meeting. What's it going to be like? What's it going to cost? What do I know? What do I need? What do I need to know? What if I don't understand? And and, and imagine, Ben, if the person was kind of a snide jerk on top of all of this. Yeah. yeah. Legally, they can still do the job, but how much worse does that make it for you? Right. Makes you pretty uncomfortable. Well, the next thing then, I guess, so if you talk about what you need out of your relationship with your attorney then. If you don't have to necessarily like them per se, but it does help, you definitely need to be comfortable enough with them where you can really get in and be honest and have those direct conversations. Exactly right. And again, I think that's probably the better answer here kind of for a lot of this. I don't know if you need to like your attorney, but you do need to be comfortable with them Mm -hmm. um, because you're going to be sharing some personal details. You know, Talk about your spouse, children, grandchildren, those you love. Uh, the people you trust, the people you don't trust. If there's, you know, health concerns for yourself or for your loved ones, you know, I, I think it's really difficult to talk about, you know, a child who maybe has a, a marital problem or a disability or a substance problem um, or something like that with anyone, much less some random attorney you've never met before. Um, you know, who who can be trusted, who can be counted on and who can't. You know, because obviously you need to be able to explain to the attorney, if the attorney's doing their job, you need to be able to give the attorney enough of a background, okay, so that they can, you know, basically understand what's going on and they can help educate you and make some recommendations, okay? It's almost like like the doctor, you know, Ben. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I have to love my doctor, but when my doctor says... Let me look in your ear, you know, take off your shirt. Let me feel your, you know, let me feel your neck and, you know, your chest and cough and, and everything like that. You know, what if you said, nope, don't touch me? Hmm. Well, doctor can't do a good job, right? Right. Okay. They don't need to be best friend, but you have to be comfortable enough to let the doctor do their job. Um, and then also as far as this explanation, you know, I think it's really important. You can't be an order taker. You know, a fast food order taker as an attorney, you know, the doctor can't diagnose. Like, what if you walked in the doctor and said, I'm sick? And the doctor said, well, here's what you need. I know everything. Take this drug and and you'll be fine. And you said, well, you didn't even check my blood pressure. You didn't do anything. 
Of course not. And the doctor can't diagnose what's wrong and give options or treatment without examining you and asking questions. Does it hurt here? What about this? Blood pressure, the popsicle stick, you know, looking in the ears, things like that. So it's not something that the doctor can do without relying on you for information or at least being able to examine you and see what the heck's going on. Um, you know, and as far as your family and your finances, I think estate planning's got to be looked at the same way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a comfort level to where you can let the attorney do that full, I guess we'll call it an examination if you want to use the doctor analogy. Mm-hmm. And another reason this is so important, Nick, is because estate planning isn't one and done. So it's not like you can say, okay, well, I can tolerate them enough to go in and have one meeting, get it over with and be done. No, you got to go back and you're meeting with this person, your attorney, consistently as life changes. Yeah, Ben, you're you're exactly right. Again, it, it's not one and done, or at least it shouldn't be. Okay, things change over life. Look, we've talked about all these things on previous episodes, Ben, but you know you need to be monitoring and you know, maybe updating the estate plan as things change. Um, and, and expect to come back and at least have reviews or checkups with the attorney multiple times throughout your life. And, you know, it's something where, again, we don't need to be best friends, but it needs to be good enough that you're okay with an ongoing relationship. Yeah, because people see it as a one and done. And like the person I was talking to last week, I have the hunch that they're going to sit down and say, well, all we have to do is put up with the guy for a few meetings and get it over with, mm-hmm. which is the wrong answer. You you hit the nail on the head. And, you know, and I've heard plenty of people who have old, out of date, you know, estate plans say, well, you know, we, we did this years ago, but we never called him back or for updates, you know, because we didn't like dealing with him or didn't like dealing with her the first time. Okay. And and that happens all the time. And what and and they're the ones who got hurt, right? Yeah, because it was their plan that wasn't up to date and they had such a bad experience they were afraid to pick up the phone. Like imagine if you had if you dislike your doctor so much that you wouldn't even call him uh, when you got sick hmm. and you would just kind of gut it out with the uh, ear infection or sinus infection or, or flu or whatever it is. Like how terrible is that? You're the only one suffering. You're the yeah. one laying there sick not getting treatment. Okay. So again, I see this all the time. So again, don't need to be best friends, but it needs to be good enough that you're okay uh, with with dealing with that and being comfortable enough to pick up the phone uh, throughout your lifetime if you have questions. Yeah. And, and kind of on the same lines, the last kind of point here to close it out is that you know, after you pass, your family, again, will have to have communication and, and a bit of a relationship with the attorney as well, and you don't want to leave them with somebody that you don't like at all. You got it. Uh, exactly right. And this is one of the things, Ben, that I think my clients, you know, they say, oh, thank you for going through all this. But, you know, a lot of them say the thing I'm most comfortable about, you know, is, is how you help out the family uh, after we're gone. Um, but, yes, yeah, so make sure that, you know, when you're going over things with your family and saying we got our estate plan put together, Here's where it is. Here's what it says. Here's who you need to call if something happens, etc. Imagine them calling my office or the other attorney's office. Again, not saying you have to be best friends, 
but they're going to be calling with questions or with updates, you know, after you pass away while they're still grieving at a really, a really tough time for them. So make sure it's someone that you don't cringe when you're thinking about them calling the attorney. Okay. Mm -hmm. So again, I think overall, Ben, I think now that we talk through this, maybe the right answer is not you have to like your attorney, but you have to be comfortable with your attorney enough to do the things that we talked about. I think that's probably the right answer to the question. Yeah, seems like it. Well, if you want to sit down with Nick, uh, get to learn a little bit more about him and his business as well, you can always get in touch, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. You can schedule a, a call right there from the front of the website. There's a big orange button. Click that and get on Nick's calendar. But if you want to call directly, you can always do so at 513-463-6789. And I know Nick, you've heard from a lot of people, so we do appreciate everyone that's reached out uh, to listen to the podcast and follow up with you. Yeah, absolutely. And again, guys, uh, uh, to our listeners who have had uh, questions, it has been great. Uh, it's been helpful. Always glad to help. Um, so we, we love the feedback, positive or negative. So again, keep it coming. And if there's anyone who, who, who needs some help, obviously feel free to reach out to us. Give us a call. Well, thank you for listening to Complete Estate Planning. For Nick Rosenbauer over at the Rosenbauer Law Office, I am Ben George. Have a good week. The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.